G'day, g'day! Welcome to Game Day Gabe. I'm your host, Gabe the Babe, and you're about to get an insight to the college football world. What's up, Cougs fans? Welcome to episode 13 of Game Day with Gabe. I'm really excited to bring you today's episode. To start things off, I'm going to talk about the game of the year in NFL that happened this week. This game was undoubtedly the craziest game the NFL seen all season. And it's because it went back and forth so many times that I feel bad for the win probability. So, to start things off, it was around 7-7 to in the first quarter, and then the Bills won up big. They won 24 they went up 24-7, and then the Vikings got back in it, and it was 24-14. The Vikings were losing at halftime or something. They were playing on the road in the freezing cold Buffalo Bills Stadium. And then Buffalo went up 27-14, and in the fourth quarter, like it was getting late, and they needed a big spark. Dalvin Cook took off for a around like an 80-yard touchdown run, and that put them back in the game. They were only down 27-21. to 21. And then they got a field goal. And my bad with the scorekeeping, but this, after they got a field goal, the score was 27-23. to 23. So at halftime, the Bills were up 24-10, to 10, and then the Vikings got three, got seven in the third quarter, and then... It was 27-17 to 17 at the start of the fourth. And then um, Dalvin Cook got the touchdown, which went it to 23-27. And they were about to kick the extra point, and they kicked it. But he hit the post, and so they didn't get their extra point. And so it was still 23-27, to 27, so a field goal couldn't tie it anymore. That was huge, as you'll see later in the game. And then the Bills got the ball, and they were trying to drain the clock and then they didn't, and the Vikings got the ball again, and they tried to drive down, and they didn't, and then they punted it back to the Bills, and the Vikings defense came up strong. They got the ball with around two minutes and 30 seconds left to drive down and get a touchdown to win, and first, second, and third down, they don't do anything, and it's a two-minute warning. Coming out of the two-minute warning, it's 4th and 18 somehow because the quarterback got sacked and they didn't run it well. And it's 4th and 18 and there's two minutes left in the game and they're at their own 20-yard line. So Kirk Cousins just decides to lob up a 50-50 a pass to the 50-yard line for Justin Jefferson. And it's it's like uncatchable. But he gets the hops. He has the hops. And so he jumps up and rips it out of a defender with one hand. To secure the catch. It was insane. The defender had two hands. And Justin Jefferson leaped up. And did an Odell. Except it was better than an Odell. And he brought it down. And caught it. And it was a first down Viking. First down Minnesota. And so they just continued to drive after that. After that crazy catch. Motivated by his desire to win the game. Justin Jefferson single handedly kept them in the game. They got down to the one yard line on fourth and goal, and they tried to quarterback sneak and did not get it. They were so close, but he was ruled short, and Buffalo got the ball with 40 seconds left. They were celebrating. They they basically won. The win probability was at 99, because even though they were at their own one-yard line, Vikings had, like, one timeout, 
and they could easily just kneel the clock out. But on the first snap, Josh Allen fumbles the snap, and the Vikings recover it in the end zone for a touchdown. They go up 30-27. to 27. This chain of events is crazy. If you could see the highlights, go check them out. But the chain of events, it's nothing the NFL's seen. It's the most crazy game that they've seen in forever. And then it's 30-27. to 27, And, of course, Buffalo is able to drive down and kick a field goal to tie it up 30-30. to Because 30, jo- Josh Allen and um, S- Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis... And there was a 20-yard pass that led to the field goal that was that was ruled complete, but it was actually incomplete, but they didn't have time to review it because of the Bills' fast-paced offense. And so they tied it up 30-30 to with a 30-yard field goal. And then Vikings got the ball in overtime, and then the Bills got the ball, and then they, and then they punted, and the Vikings got the ball again. They went down and kicked a field goal. And the Bills went down. They drove the whole field. They're in prime scoring position at around the 20-yard line. And Josh Allen throws an interception in the end zone. The Vikings win 33-30. to Game of the year. You should check it out. I just wanted to share that because it was the craziest game the NFL seen in a long time. The, I think the next one, the next craziest game would be the Minneapolis Miracle. The Saints against the Vikings in 2017 that one was a crazy game too but now i'm going to share my college football playoff predictions because there was a lot of shakeup this past week oregon lost at home to washington 37 to 34 what a huge upset who would have saw this coming anyway that knocks them out of the playoff for sure and the pac-12's only hope is usc and usc has to go on the road at ucla in the rose bowl this week that's going to be a huge game in the Pac-12. So, basically, that eliminates Oregon from the playoff, and I don't think USC is going to be able to make it. So that eliminates the Pac-12 in my mind, and the ACC, Clemson already lost, and I don't think they have the... I don't think they can make it into the playoff this year. That eliminates the Pac-12 and ACC in my book. And the other teams left are the Big Ten, SEC, and... Big 12. The Big 12 only has one shot, and that's TCU. I think they're getting in. I think Georgia's a lock, Ohio State's a lock, and TCU is a lock. But then from there, there could be another team from the SEC, like LSU or Tennessee, who could make it, or there could be Michigan who could make it, or basically just them. I think that the playoff is down to Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan, Tennessee, and LSU. So if you're one of those fans, then you've got to be really happy right now. There's only four spots, so we'll see how it all plays out. Now, BYU football didn't play this week, except we have an easy cupcake game going into next week, which will make us bowl eligible. Woohoo! I've been wanting this to happen for a while. And so I want us to play in the first responder bowl the Myrtle Beach Bowl, or best of all yet, the Armed Forces Bowl. And I got inspired for us to play in the Armed Forces Bowl because of Veterans Day and we just celebrated it. And it's really cool to honor America in the Armed Forces Bowl, so I hope we get to play in that. That'd be great. And, I mean, 
who knows, maybe we can still win on the road at Stanford, get to seven wins, and win our bowl game. And that's an eight-win season. It's not what we were expecting, but it's not a complete failure. So there's still hope for BYU. And if Puka Nakua comes back next year, then there's definitely hope. Big 12, we're joining the Big 12 next year. We get the bowl games. We get to play like teams like Texas at home or on the road. I don't mind. They're both great. Teams like TCU, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Baylor, and in basketball, woo, that's a lot of teams. Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. I can't even list them all. The Big 12 has so many good basketball teams, and sources say that Gonzaga might be joining the Big 12 for basketball. That just makes the Big 12 the best basketball conference. It'd definitely take the lead over the ACC, which is huge. So, now I'm going to head on to Pick'em. Welcome to Pick'em with Gabe the Babe, and there's some good games this week. You'll want to listen up to find out what they are, and to get my insights. But unfortunately, I've not been very good with my picks lately. So I'm sorry to the fans who've been expecting me to be right, but I haven't been right. So, you know, it's it's 50-50 each time. College football's unpredictable. So don't blame me if I get them wrong, because I have been getting a lot, a lot wrong lately. But let's put that beside us, and I'm going to try to make the best picks I can this week. And I'll hope it goes well. Also, when college football season's done, I'll be moving on to this thing called Bull Mania, Capital One Bull Mania. So you get to pick all the bull games. So that'll be fun. I'll definitely do that. But for now, we're heading to pick them. It's first up, number four, TCU at Baylor Bears. So since TCU's been playing so well, and they just went on the road at Texas and beat them, that's a statement win. I'm expecting them to win out the rest of the year. So I'm picking TCU in this one. Baylor got embarrassed at home to Kansas State. It was 31-3. to That's not what I expect from them. I expect Baylor to be better than that. But what happens is what happens. And so Baylor, hasn't, Baylor didn't show up well, and TCU showed up really well. Their defense is outstanding. So I'm picking TCU for this game. Next up, it's Montana Grizzlies at Montana State Bobcats. This is where college game day is going, and it's a huge rivalry. There's a lot of history that comes with this game. That's why college game day is going here. It's got all these fun traditions, and it's a huge rivalry game. So I can see why college game day is going here, because it would have gone to USC at UCLA, but UCLA lost to Arizona. That's another big upset. So they can't really go to the Rose Bowl then. So they're going to Montana instead. Montana State's been playing well, and they're 9-1, and one, and Montana Grizzlies are 7-3. and three. And Montana State's playing at home. They'll for sure be motivated to win. They have college game day. I'm picking Montana State for this game. Next up, it's Coastal Carolina at Virginia. Virginia just had three players killed from their football team not long ago, and so it's a really sad time for them. So I'm... I'm really sad for Virginia, and that's where Bronco Mendenhall was coaching. He was the former BYU head coach. And so Virginia players are really sad right now that some of their former football players just passed away, as as you can tell. But, you know, I, I don't think they're going to win unless they get really motivated and just 
want to win in behalf of the people who died. And I don't really like Coastal Carolina. But, you know, in college football, you got to expect the unexpected. And Virginia's 3-7, and seven, Coastal Carolina's 9-1. and one. But Virginia's going to be motivated. And so I'm changing my pick right now to pick Virginia Cavaliers to get the win. And I'm proud to do it. Even if I get it wrong, who cares? College football's unpredictable. Maybe I'll get it right. Next up, it's the good old Oklahoma rivalry. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. What a huge game this is. Last year, Oklahoma State went at home and they won. And they beat Oklahoma. And this time, they're going on the road. And they're 7-3. and three. They they eked out a win at home against Iowa State. And albeit they haven't been playing very well lately. But to give them credit, nor is Oklahoma. So it's going to be a battle of two teams wanting to win really badly. Oklahoma is fighting to get bowl eligible. They're 5-5. Five and five, And Oklahoma State's 7-3. and three. So really, I don't know who's going to win. Their stats are almost identical. And it's really hard to pick this game. Like, if you look at the team stats... They're basically identical, and Oklahoma has a loss streak of two, and Oklahoma State has a win streak of one, except they haven't been playing very well lately. I'd say they have more of a losing streak because they lost to Kansas and Kansas State, so they're not playing well in the state of Kansas. But I'm picking Oklahoma State in this game to go on the road and get the upset in the rivalry game. In my final pick'em game, I want to talk about USC at UCLA. Even though College Game Day is not going here because UCLA lost, I think that it's a great game. It's the number 8 ranked team against the number 12 ranked team. I think this is big because UCLA um they've they're like a they're a wild card team. So they've beat teams like Utah, but they've lost to teams like Arizona, which is strange. So USC has been more consistent, and their quarterback threw for four or five touchdowns last game, Caleb Daniels, <coughs> and I think they're a pretty good team. Their defense and their offense are good, and I think USC's been consistent with their passing. They have Jordan Addison, one of the best wide receivers in college football, and I think that USC, their head coach, Lincoln Riley, um from Oklahoma. He's he's doing very well there and they're both from California. So it'll be interesting to see how they play. I think that USC has a statistical advantage here and they're favored and I'm going to pick them in this game cuz I think they're going to win. And that wraps up pick 'em with Gabe the Babe. that wraps up my podcast for today as always thanks for listening and if you liked it be sure to check out my new recordings every week and share with a fellow kooks fan see you next time go kooks